Good morning, angels. Good morning, Charlie. Are we ready, Bosley? Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello, welcome back to our podcast. I am Mike Forgetto. And, and I am Mike Sullivan. <laughs> and Mike is fixing something. How's yes. it going, Mike? Good, good. I'm on, I'm on the road today. Um, and the desk in this room happens to be set up right next to the air conditioning. Um, so I'm yeah. just trying to keep that under control. <laughs> Mike keeps trying to turn it off. However, uh, it's at 80 and it's still humming <laughs> along. Here. Yeah. Well, I, we'll try to filter some of it out. Hopefully you can. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So welcome back. Uh, this week we are going to talk about Charlie's angels again, which we posted, um, uh, was it angels and chains, but, uh, any first business we have, Mike? Um, you know, um, I think we want to start out, you know, thanking, uh, Christopher page for uh, providing us with, uh, a rate. Uh, shit. <laughs> Mike forgot what it's called. We're going to leave that in Uh review <laughs> on I, I, iTunes. Thank you. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you, Christopher, which I think we mentioned we mentioned him before because he did something else. But I think he was the one that mentioned when I screwed up and I forgot to uh, <laughs> delete something uh, off our podcast when we uh, I ran down to get a <laughs> power adapter. But anyway, so it's only uh, fitting that I just screwed right. That up. And I, I don't know how long ago you put the review up, but thank you. Uh, sometimes we don't always go check uh, that uh, quickly, but uh, thanks anyway. And uh, we always uh, welcome reviews, obviously, especially five-star reviews and all that kind of good stuff. It helps us out. So thank you. Yep. And yeah, yeah. keep them coming. Any, anyone who, uh, who gives us a review will we'll definitely give you a, a mention on the show. And that is worth it in and of itself right there. It's, that is. <laughs> All right. So, which episode did we watch today, Mike? It's uh, oh, actually, Angels we didn't watch today. You mentioned it's season uh, <laughs> season one, episode four. Um, so we're we're trying not to skip too far ahead in in the uh, in the franchise there, but um, so it was it was it was good. It was uh, it was an interesting story, and it it opens up with uh, with a prison break, which was cool right uh, and you know a big 70s thing was women in prison so <laughs> of course they had to jump on that one i mean at least yeah. from my view is when it was it seemed like a lot of those <laughs> there was a lot of like movies like that and all that stuff so I don't, I don't know why people were obsessed with women in prison but uh there was yeah yeah right so yeah so there's the siren going it's like escape from alcatraz the siren the dog barking running uh, and then you see this girl climbing a fence uh she 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 makes it over and um runs straight down the middle of a road which is probably not the best idea when you're trying to like run from the law and it also uh, seemed like to me at least that she slowed down to let the dog catch up to her when she was jumping the fence did you know yeah that? it was kind of a just in time type yeah, of thing i think she, that was obviously because of you know <laughs> to get the was, dog in the shot but yeah it was dramatic it was theatrical <laughs> um and then you know she she realizes like the cops are right behind her with the dog and so she like hides like one foot into the weeds <laughs> on the side of the road not not a good hiding spot i'll say yeah uh, i don't know if right it's i don't know it, she was scared it, well, she was running but the funny thing is is even with that at one point the what was it the no, the guard or whatever and i don't know if it was the sheriff or whoever it was was with them and at first they weren't going to go in there at all. Like uh, one guy's yeah, like, like oh, oh, you're wasting your he's time. Gone. <laughs> She's been gone for two seconds. You could probably find her. <laughs> but then they make it look like, and, and did you notice who that guy was too? the bad prison guard? Oh yeah. So yeah. So I looked him up because I'm like, I've seen this guy. It recently. was, <laughs> I've seen him in like lots. Well, recently, I don't even know what, what, what recently did we see him in? He was the guy in the Columbo episode that they brought in the room to try to say the the see if he did it because he confessed to it. Remember when oh, like, oh, this guy oh, was a okay. bad guy and a lot of stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah, because I, I had so his name is Anthony James, and I I just wrote down he's always a villain. So I had I had yeah, to look him is. up. I'm like, yeah, I know I've seen him and things. So 
He's been in two Clint Eastwood movies, Unforgiven and High Plains Drifter. Um, then in all the like 70s, 80s shows like Father Dowling Mysteries, uh, Star Trek Next Generation, Simon and Simon, Fall Guy, um, Riptide, Knight Rider, BJ and the Bear, Quincy. I had to stop because there were like <laughs> – there was a humongous list. And I'm like, the guy's – he's and he's always the bad guy. But Yes. Um, he has that look to him, I guess. He doesn't yeah, – he, he plays it well. So it, Oh, yeah. Was, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wrote down another show, one other show, but I don't, I can't read my own writing. So, but yeah. And then also the sheriff that was with him. So this is like right at the start of the show. Um, David Huddleston, Huddleston, Huddleston. Yeah. yeah. So he, he just recently passed away the past couple of years. Uh, but he was, he was in even more stuff. Like he was in, he was in a ton. Big Lebowski, Blazing Saddles, Star Trek, Next Generation, Wonder Years, Columbo, Magnum, Fall Guy, Trapper John. Benson, Vegas, Mary Tyler Moore. Like again, I had to stop. There was just so many, and yeah. I, and I recognize the guy, um, but you know, like I couldn't pinpoint him. But he's been in everything, just cool. I like that. <laughs> you, you like when a character actor gets a lot of work, right? Well, I do, I do, because I mean, <laughs> you know, it's it's like the guy you don't know his name, you can't pinpoint him, but you he's like as famous as anyone else, you know. Yeah, and well, since we're getting into some people, I did look up the director of Phil Bandelli. I get, he's from Chicago, actually. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, but he directed a lot of these shows, like Six Million Dollar Man. He was either a director or assistant director on a lot of them, like Six Million Dollar Man, Chips, Bionic Woman, The Rookies, which was Kate Jackson's show before this one. So he's, he did a lot of that stuff, too. So they're all big, happy family. Okay. All right. Anyway, back to the show. Back to the show. So I guess they, they pretty much end that scene where she's hiding in the weeds and you're not sure if the guard blast shoots her in the face or not because he pulls a gun out. And not, they <laughs> yeah, kind of leave that sure. one I think, I think you're pretty sure. I think in in this uh, this era, they just couldn't show him pulling the trigger, but we right. knew we knew what happened. Um, so, yeah, he, he took her out right then and there, which a girl like shivering in the weeds, unarmed, and he blows her away. Um you know, we're dealing with some bad guys right there. Yeah. So um, then 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 we move on to you know Angel's headquarters um, <laughs> where we always start out with the slideshow. Yes. It, it, they were big sweet, on slideshows. Yeah. Sweet little voice describing the, you know, the case. Yeah. And in this, it's the 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 girl that got shot in the weeds, um, her sister. Um but then it, it got me thinking, like these slides, like what do they say? Like someone wants to hire them, they're like, "All right, um, two o'clock on Thursday, bring four slides. <laughs> bring I, bring your whole slide collection of your, your relative right? that's missing." Exactly. And like, and <laughs> do they bring that the whole story. cartridge already full, or do they bring individual slides? I don't know how that works. That's old technology. But um, so so what happens? She comes in. She tells a story about her sister. Getting falsely arrested for, I think it was drug drugs. possession. Yeah, yeah, drug possession. She's like, ah, she doesn't do drugs. It's not her. Um, but she, needless to say, she was arrested and kind of incarcerated without due process. And that's why she wants to hire hire the angels to kind of break break the case, right? Right. And who is this person that's telling us all this about her sister? I don't know. You don't, I don't know. know. No, Lauren Two is from the cruise director from Love Boat. Oh, is it really? You didn't even notice that. Now, I know. She, I knew she was familiar, uh, but I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> we, look we just did this show. Like this anyway, this will be a frequent thing. I, I won't know the obvious. But. Yeah, but anyway, um, and I looked it up. This aired about eight months before the Love Boat episode that she was on. Her the first one. The what was it called? The new Love Boat or whatever they called it. The one we did. Yeah, yeah. That was her first. So anyway, this was just before that. But okay. um, yeah, so she was what sentenced to a year, but they weren't allowed to visit, and like supposedly she was on parole, but she'd never been heard from again. So obviously right. something was a little weird. She got she got put on parole, and then she yeah basically disappeared off the planet. Yeah, which is pretty normal, right? That ha- I mean, it happens. Right? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so so you know. Makes sense. The angels, um, you know, they thank her for coming and, you know, they're going to do everything they can to help her. And, uh, then Bosley, um, 
What do I have Bosley? Oh, Bosley busted. He said, yeah, that he, that's when he came in and said she's been paroled. But then when she leaves, then Charlie chimes in. Like he was silent, stalking on the phone the whole time. He didn't even know he was there. She's like, yep, I heard the whole thing. And um, we, yeah, we're going to send you to prison. Yeah. And they're like, oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. They're like, no, they're, how are you you're going to have yeah. a contact there. Don't worry about it. You know, yeah. there'll be one guy that knows that you're not really you know, who you are. And my thought right when right away was, well, this is going to go well because you know yeah, right. something's exactly. going to happen with that one person that knows who they really are. You're like, this will go bad quickly. But um, and they say something like, "You're joking." He's like, "No joke." Well, you can say that again, Farrah Fawcett, <laughs> or whatever Jill, I should say. Jill, yeah, yeah. And I mentioned before how I got confused by who's who, um, other than Jill, like Sabrina and Kelly. Kelly. So well, I actually Sab- wrote wrote down. So I don't confuse them. Well, but. Sabrina, she, um, Kate Jackson, Sabrina, she always has a necklace on that says Sabrina on it. So if you look closely, you'll notice that. Oh, okay. That's helpful. That will be helpful to me. Um, all right. So where do we leave off? Well, basically now it, they cut to them driving down uh, – the highway or whatever you want to call it oh, yeah, dirt yeah. road basically in the middle of nowhere at a high rate of speed in their pinto or whatever it was yeah so this is what this is what i they're speeding into town in their orange and i just put an underline because i don't know what kind of car it was but i figured you would uh, <laughs> i'm pretty sure that was a pinto but uh, okay all right but i, I don't I, know you know i don't, I don't remember, remember now um because I, I didn't really you know looking at that closely but i'm pretty yeah, sure it but was. it was orange I mean, you don't yeah. see too many orange cars. Generally, I mean, there's one I can think of. But, yeah, this definitely was uh, not the generally. Um, no. Oh yeah, I'm looking at a picture of it now. It definitely is a Pinto. So the so the cops pull. Oh, and pull there's a picture over. of them getting pulled over. Anyway. Okay. Yeah, and they get out. Well, Farrah gets out, and she's like, "Okay, thanks," and starts walking away. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, exactly. hey, hey, where are you going? <laughs> where do you think you're I, going? I was just hitchhiking. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, immediately you're under arrest because you just confessed to breaking the <laughs> law. Yes, uh, that's illegal too. Everything's illegal in Pine Parish, it seems. Yeah, and then I, I always thought hitchhiking was illegal anywhere, but um, well, this was the seventies, and it was a little looser on that. I think some places you were allowed to do it. So, okay, and then um, that's like pre Uber, I guess. But yeah, um, so then they the cop opens the trunk and like drops a little bag of weed or something in the back. And uh, it was not like, oh. a very discreet drop either. I mean, he was pretty, <laughs> yeah, right. for a guy who supposedly does this all the time to like, women. He did not do a very good job. Why even open the trunk? Just walk, and, just pull it out of your pocket. And go, oh, look what I found in your trunk. Right. Exactly. No one's there. There's no body cameras on these guys. You could have done right. anything. Yeah. Yeah. So so he arrests all three of them and they're driving to the police station. There was a cool shot of Charlie's Angels, all three in the backseat of a police car. Yeah. Uh, um, and then and they're uh, like, "What kind of county is this anyway? Like one that doesn't tolerate lawbreakers." I'm like, yeah. all right, yeah. Um, but then yeah, they they end up at the prison. But you know what? Suddenly the 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 deputy who's the like double agent, yeah, it, he's in the car too, right? Like, so they he wasn't at the scene of the arrest. No. He maybe waited in the car, but right. And I think they they skipped over the going to see the judge. Cause I'm like, well, wait, did they go see the judge yeah. at all? But then I they mentioned know. later that the judge gave him a sentence of some sort. So he said they had to go there to the prison farm. So, yeah. Yeah. But it looked like they just picked him up on the side of the road and took him directly to a humongous prison. Like <laughs> not pres- even like, not even like the County jail. Right. It was right. Like- and, and still out in the middle of nowhere. I right. mean, it was supposed to be, I don't, they obviously didn't say where this, took place but it's supposed to be some little some hodunk place yeah <laughs> so so the the sheriff gets out of the car and and suddenly like they open up to the deputy which made me nervous as hell all right yeah i mean this show is how old and i'm like shit don't talk to him they can hear you um, <laughs> oh like, yeah because he's like yeah 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 because he goes inside or he gets out of the car or something like, yeah how, the, how are we doing sheriff, so far <laughs> yeah. like like, hey, Deputy Dan. Yeah. How are we doing? Yeah. Like, oh, good job. What about this sheriff? He seems crooked. You know, I don't know what yeah. they were saying, but it was like we haven't like, better read our rights. Okay. Yeah. 
So I that that had me worried right there that they were going to like blow his cover. Uh, it was a little too early to start talking. Um, but but you know my fear was unwarranted because they didn't blow his cover. Um, well, they did. They did eventually. Well, I don't know if they did, but eventually yeah, <laughs> something eventually, did. Something blew his cover. But um, they get they get to the prison and there's a female guard um, in a skirt and I wrote her name uh, Maxine. Um, so she, they, the cops, they lead her to prison, the female guards there. And then she takes him inside. She like, tells him to strip down. Yeah. In front of these guys. Well, you can Except, go behind that little wall over there. That yeah. You, like, what was that? Like a chalkboard? Like they had like a, <laughs> like a, the, the ba- like, I don't know. It's like this little board. Basically, yeah, it probably board. was a chalkboard, yeah, like the back side of it. Yeah. So they go back there and they, they take their clothes off and, um, the sheriff's right there. Um, and he, and he said, the sheriff says to, to, to Maxine, tell the warden, we hit the jackpot. These right. girls are prime customers or I don't know what he said. Right. Prime. And right then I already wrote down, are they going to be prostitutes? <laughs> <laughs> Just the way he said it, like that's immediately went right into yeah. my head. <laughs> yeah. And also this woman seemed all like very interested in them as well. So, yeah. um, yeah, so she's like, yeah, especially that blonde. I'll try not to bruise her up. Or, yeah, I won't bruise her up too much or whatever. So I'm like, all right, she, you know, Maxine is hot for Jill. Um, and <laughs> I don't then, know if that's what it was. That's, hey, that's what I took away from it. Okay. And then, um, let's, oh, then she takes him to the showers, yeah, right? Right. Undressing is not enough. Now you have to shower and, and, to, really, because now Maxine is right there in the shower with them, like pacing back and forth. Well, got to make sure they don't have a contraband on them. Right. And then they get out of the shower and she tells them to <laughs> open your towels. <laughs> and then she like she has like an Orkin man container. <laughs> she <laughs> sprays them down. That's exactly what I wrote. Like, what are they getting sprayed with bug repellent? Yeah. So I guess that's it's what probably they do. for anti lice is my guess. Yeah. Yeah. But you yeah. would think they'd also have to spray their head. Yeah, maybe their hair would be a good place to start. Um, but yeah, so she does that, and then uh, let's see. That, that's when they then they go get their clothes. Oh yeah, that she takes them to the yeah, and they're complaining about the fashion, the fashion of the prison clothes. Right, they're like, well, how do you know my size? What if these don't fit? And she's like, I can tell just by looking at you, your size better than any tailor or something like that. I'm like, wow, yeah. So. See, don't doubt me. Don't doubt my yeah. judgment. Yeah. The next. And that's when they, that's when they noticed some clothes in the back, which at first I thought was lingerie. <laughs> yeah. So did it I. Wasn't, I'm like, what is that doing? That? And that's when I'm like, OK, something's really going to be happening here soon. Yeah, it looked like a like a costume or something. Right. You know? But it was just the way it was sitting up there. But I did yeah. say at least they get to they did get to wear fashion conscious bell bottoms. So, yes. Yeah. Eventually they did get into some fashionable clothes. Fashionable uh, prison wear. Prison wear, yes. Um, and then, uh, well, oh, and then, and, all right. So I'm sticking to my I'm sticking to my decision on Maxine. Um, she then makes them get dressed in front of her in, in the prison clothes. Um, so maybe it's all like prison stuff. That's what they do. But they, I don't know. I got the vibe that. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, Maxine, I don't know. Okay, and then um, then we introduce a new guard too at this point, right? And she takes him to the barracks. Yeah. I forgot what uh, her name was. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't catch her name. But either. then, yeah, they bring her in a room and they kick someone out of a chair and it's sitting there to tell her to go see the warden. And did you catch who she was? <laughs> did you? Oh, have- crap. No. <laughs> no. Kim Bassinger or Basinger or however no, you say her wait, name. No, really? Yeah. She was like 19. No, I mean, she was-, was like 24. I looked it up 24, 25. <laughs> You know I gotta look that stuff up, but yeah, this was no, like I, I think it was like this was about oh shoot I, I meant to write it down like seven years maybe before nine and a half weeks came out that was her like her big thing you know but she had yeah. been in other TV shows at some point too so Very but it was cool. kind of interesting to see that yeah that's funny because I looked I pulled up the cast and I didn't catch her name in the list but yeah she was pretty far down there I think even though she had kind of a big part. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but I, and at least, you know, they got to be in a room together, the three of them, they didn't have to, uh, you know, get all separated. Cause it was just like big barracks. Basically it was like being in a military installation really. Yeah. In <laughs> fact, they got to hang out together the entire time, which I thought was very convenient. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
they everything they did they did together yes never separate but no and uh that's when they found out that uh they have to get a good night's sleep because they're gonna go to the potato field at 5 (laughs) a.m they're going potato picking in the morning yes yeah so and that that's when I, i noticed like the transition i think it was different than the transition from the pilot that we watched um, oh, so it was like the silhouette. You know, yeah, where they had like guns and stuff, but it uh, wasn't I, them doing those weird poses. Those, like, where yeah, they had they're saying, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so it was and, a little different. This is what I remember more. Right. Yeah, like the guns and the whatever. They made so, them look more badass here because someone's got a yeah. like AK forty-seven and someone's doing a karate chop and yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, you're right. And then I think along the same lines, it's worth mentioning that uh, Charles Emerson Winchester the third. <laughs> uh, did not appear in this no. episode. He was gone after that first one. And Bosley barely did, really, too. That's true. But I guess he really wouldn't be able to be spending much time in a women's prison. So No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they, they do found, it. I mean, I guess they could have found a way, but I don't know how. Yeah, yeah. I guess because they didn't let him talk to their lawyers or anything. So. Right. Um, all right. But, so the next, the next morning, they're in the potato truck. Uh, in the potato Eddie. truck, yeah. I don't know. Going to the potato field, which <laughs> now I've I've never seen planted potatoes, so I don't know what a potato field looks like. But to me, it looked like they were just out in the desert somewhere. I mean, I'm gonna. I mean, I'm I, gonna I, I know potatoes grow underground. Obviously, I understand that. I know that they're you know, but I didn't see anything up above the ground to let you know where a potato was. <laughs> it was no. just like dirt. I. I agree. And like one plant. I come from uh, Irish heritage. (laughs) I'm not familiar. I'm ashamed of myself. I'm not familiar. Um, But when they told him, okay, start, start getting those potatoes. I'm like, I would have been like, what do I do? She said, pick, pick a row and start digging up potatoes. There were no rows. How are they even going to know where to start? (laughs) It's just dirt. Like there's, there's no indication of a row of potatoes there. No, not at all. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, but then, yeah, so basically they uh, they are almost split up, right? And uh, <laughs> like they're split up by they each have their own new partner, right. but they're they're yeah. still all together. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. So Jill is with someone trying to get the lowdown on Elizabeth. You know, she's like, so one of my friends was here and she got arrested <laughs> too. Her name was Elizabeth. I mean, come on, isn't that coincidental? Yeah. Yeah, but and then like they everyone starts clamming up except for right. um Kim Basinger Basinger. I never knew how to say her name. Is it Basinger? I, I, say, Basinger? I say Basinger. Basinger, okay. But now that you said it, I feel like I, I don't say- re- well, I remember there was this whole debate back when she was super popular over like trying <laughs> to figure out how to say it. But anyway, Kelly was hanging out with her and she was a little more talkative. You know, she said she got busted for trespassing. And but then, you know, Kelly gets a weird vibe from her. She's like, hey, is everything OK? And, you know, Kim's is acting weird. But um, then she even asked her about the cocktail dresses that she saw. You know, what are those yeah. for? She's Here's like, oh, for the parties at the house. And that's kind of when, like, the guard, like, pops up. And, oh, like, yeah, yeah. Say, hey, yeah, no cool. talking. And then, like, Kelly basically, like, tries hitting on him to get him to mellow out. Really? Yeah. And then, and then, um, so that's when Kim tells her to be careful with that guy because he tried to rape someone and that turned out to be Elizabeth. And that's when I thought, this is not a fun episode anymore. <laughs> You're right. Because like, it got really dark really fast. It, it did because they, because she said, she's like, you know, Kelly says something like, um, you know, hey, maybe we can get together later or something like to try to cool the guy off. And he's like, ah, yeah, you know, whatever that. So it worked, but she's like, you stay away from him. He's, he's bad news. He got with one of the girls and tried to rape her. And then you're right. Then it, then it turned dark. And, um, yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, <laughs> uh, what do I say? Yeah. I don't know. And that was pretty and much, that was pretty says, much yeah, the end was, of that whole scene. Well, really. And then she's like, was it Elizabeth Hunter? She's yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. yeah. So that's singular. Exactly. Again, uh, somehow the same person. Right, right. But then, you know, after that, you know, the girls get together at like dinner or whatever. And, 
You they know, go to like, the mess hall. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, they're all wondering, they're wondering why all the women here are scared. I'm like, well, they're in prison. I mean, of course they're scared. <laughs> they were all arrested unjustly. Yeah. And haven't talked to their I lawyer. Don't know, I don't know family. why they're so scared and don't want to talk. Well, I mean, <laughs> use your head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then yeah. they're like, yeah, that's what's when one of them says that they need to get into the infirmary because they want to look at the records. And then some, I one of, I think was it Kelly said, I don't know how we're gonna do that with Laverne and Shirley over there covering the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty. It was funny. Sabrina, I think. Said I don't know one of them. Said. Yeah, I can't remember. But either. you know, also I want to say like at this point, I don't know how many days they were in prison. At least one, right? It was probably but only one. Yeah, they're at the lunch table or wherever they're at, and they're like they've got the flowing hair with the oh, weights yeah. and, and the makeup on. Makeup. I mean, prison is good. It's good to people. Yeah, uh, they have the only prison that has a, a hair dryer, uh, blow spot. dryers, and yeah. curlers, and everything else. Right. So yeah, so they they got to figure a way into the infir- infirmary, and um, and Jill surprisingly comes up with the the plan here. She doesn't really discuss it; she just kind of breaks into action, right? Why do you say surprisingly? Because <laughs> well, she doesn't seem like the brain of the operation. <laughs> Nice. Anyway, yeah. So she's gonna fake being sick, and um, like, like she did when she was in school, <laughs> right? Because it was not very convincing to me, at least. <laughs> she's immediately. It's like Ferris Bueller faking, you know, being sick at home. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was like he's, you know, she's on the floor writhing around in pain, like all of a sudden out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, I would have thought like, yeah, she's about to have a baby. I mean, it's the way she was rolling around, but. Um, and that's so, when the yeah, warden so they, comes out too, right? To check on him. Yeah. Like suddenly the warden's in the lunchroom. Right. And that's um, when, was it Kelly or Sabrina? I forget. One of them like complains about the food and she's like, well, dear, we can try to make, you know, basically like coming out like she's like mom, you know? Yeah. She was actually seemed kind of nice. Yeah. She's like, oh, I understand. We do what we can here, but it's hard to feed that many people, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. And then, and then, like the next moment, so they take Jill. But in the next scene, like the sheriff's on the horn with uh, with the warden, going through like he did some investigation yeah. and mm-hmm. went through their history, and um, you know they've they've got rap sheets, at least two out of the three rap sheets. They talk he talked to the parole officer Bosley, uh, and at this point, I'm thinking like, they all use their names, their real names, yeah. right? There's yeah. like no hint of trying to cover anything up here there's no you know like uh, when you use fake name like fake identity or something but i guess back then you maybe you didn't need to you could pretty much set up a false history pretty quickly on yourself yeah i mean they didn't have a computers to like go google them so yeah all right so they take jill to the infirmary um she's got to sign in oddly <laughs> enough yeah. you have to sign a book with a pencil with a pencil here. sign in here Okay. Sign with the pencil here, and then um, that the, then they take her in. They lay her down on this table, and like we gotta get a doctor from from town to come in. So you gotta wait. Yeah, you gotta wait like twenty minutes or whatever. And then, when, and then this is what I'm like. Jill's not even good at faking this because like as soon as like she calls a doctor, she's like smiling on the thing. I'm like, who are you smiling at that <laughs> you faked right. her out? Just go with it. And I then, don't know. And then she walked the, the the guard walks out the door and is like, "Don't move, or you know, if you stick your head out, I'll kill you." Oh, that's when they're, they're leaving. Yeah, when the doctor yeah. leaves. Yeah, yeah, the doctor leaves, and like Jill doesn't give it a minute. Like she Not pops even. up, yeah, and she's rooting through the file cabinet. It's right next to the bed, right? right. Yeah, and, and it's unlocked. And the first file she grabs <laughs> is the missing girl. Right, and she reads uh, the first page and somehow gets all the details she needs off that front page. She does. So you know what? I take back my surprisingly Jill came up with the plan because <laughs> clearly she's a genius. Yes. Um, so the doctor comes, you know, whatever. I don't know. Then they got, he? He, he says it's cramps. Yeah, it's Stomach cramps. cramps. They seem to be getting better already. Yeah. Yeah. So that's when they, they leave and now she's got to sign out. And, you know, everyone's got to sign in and out. And she's like, you know, then a light bulb goes off in her head. So then she knocks the book on the floor, you know, so she can see what's going on, you know. And then she goes to pick it up, or she, you know, flips through the pages and manages to 
to again flip right to the page where Elizabeth signed it, whoever knows how long ago, and notice that she never signed out. Right. I mean, it, it's at least a 50 page notebook <laughs> and she knocked it on the floor and it was open to the, I, I don't know if it was open to the it page. It wasn't open, she but she flipped it. to it immediately. Yeah. And yeah. she found it and you could, you could see that Elizabeth signed in, but she never signed out. It's like the Roach Motels. That's right. Um, so yeah, that was pretty, pretty, she's pretty good at investigating uh, the paperwork anyway. So I give her a lot of credit for that. And then, um, Someone, I don't know where I got this fact, but it said I have Elizabeth was treated for. Oh, I guess Jill was telling her friends about this. Then she's like, Elizabeth was treated for bruises and abrasions. Yeah, that uh, yeah, that was she got that from the from the report, yes, right? Exactly. In the file. Um, and then the guard comes in. Um, it's like you got a half hour to get ready. They're like, ready for what? Party. So yeah. she throw, she throws down those dresses that we saw hanging on the yeah. wall. And lets them know that it's an invitation they can't refuse. That's right. Uh, so they go to the party. And it actually looks like a pretty good party. Um, nice, pretty fancy, mellow. Yeah. fancy house. Uh-huh. Uh, everyone's dressed nice, suits. Um, the warden's there. Sitting and in like the chair, like in the middle of the whole thing to watch everything yeah, going on. It was, almost, it was almost like an oyster shell, she was saying. <laughs> like a pompasan chair. Yeah. So, so the angels come over and talk to her and um i don't know if there, i mean there are some words exchanged but what it boiled down to was that after three parties you don't have to work in the potato field anymore right because what so how it started is they went to go talk to her the lady you know they, i don't i don't know if they were for i think the guard lady guard brought her over there and she asked how jill was she's like oh with stomach cramps Oh no, the, no, the warden. I'm sorry, I said something about someone cramps. She's like, oh no, I'm allergic. Um, it was allergies. I'm allergic to working in potato fields. Yeah. <laughs> and then she said, "You're right. You shouldn't be working in the fields. You cooperate at the parties. You don't have to go to the fields anymore." So that's how that all came about. You're right. Right, right. So, and real quick, I just a fact I forgot to point out at the potato fields when they first got there, when they got off the truck, they handed all the girls pitchforks. Yeah. And I was thinking, here's a good opportunity to get out of jail, right? Like, there's like... Just stab one of them? Uh, like 25 women with pitchforks and one guard, you know? I, I can think of a way out. That's true. One one guard, one gun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe someone takes a hit, but, you know. Right. You it's worth it. Yeah. All right. So then they're at the party. No pitchforks. <laughs> and, yeah, it's it's clear they're, they're there for prostitution purposes. Um. So Jill ends up in a bedroom with, I guess that was the doctor. Was that the doctor? <laughs> no. <laughs> You're joking. It's not the doctor? No. Okay. So for, yeah, so first Kelly's at the bar. She's getting drinks and Kim Basinger is there and they kind of say that she lets them know that all the men there are prison suppliers. Right, right. So, and then this is when Kelly basically tells her, hey, we're going to get out of here and we'll take you with us, you know, like, or oh, whatever. <laughs> She like yeah. basically like spills the whole plan to her, and yeah, that's what I wrote yeah. too. She like basically tells her the whole plan without actually saying, you know, yeah, we're exactly. Recover. But it was obvious, right? And then yeah, so Jill was in the bedroom with somebody and giving him a massage, and he was hammered, and I guess she was trying to get him to fall asleep, but he was no, he wasn't a doctor, but he had been there when Elizabeth came in. He happened to see it, at, you know, he was making a delivery probably of medical supplies, maybe. So he saw that and, you know, said that she was scared and she tried to escape and he saw her run out and they went chasing off after her with guns and everything. So, yeah. And then he even said if they caught her, she's dead. Count on it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So um, and then he passes out conveniently. Yeah. yeah. But then he does. But then he does the typical like monster movie thing where like she goes to walk away and all of a sudden he like grabs her arm like, where are you going? (laughs) Yeah. She's like, oh, I'm just going yeah. to get ice. Okay. And he passes back out. Right. And that's and then, when... Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. And then she ducks into some room and, like, calls the police. Mm-hmm. Uh, Again, which, smart thinking. I, I was thinking, you know what? If you're going to call the police, aren't you in the county where the police just arrested you falsely? Right. Are you really going to get the right person? But Yeah. Well, she tried uh, to get that guy, but... She I did. She tried to get Deputy Dan, I think his name is. Yes. But the uh, the sheriff... 
put a stop to that. He was right there in the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he already knew that he was, you know, leaking information or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. So he he alluded to the fact that Deputy Dan is out of commission permanently. Right. <laughs> so he's obviously been murdered. So good job, Angels. <laughs> yeah, right. If you just Although, again, I don't know if it was their fault the because they didn't really do anything, but... But he already know he's like you've been very bad girls. I'm like, how does he know this already? But obviously, he's they put together something. I don't know what they knew. Maybe because I think when they were doing, he was doing that one phone call where they got the information on. Um, I think they had information on Kelly and Sabrina, but not Jill yet. Maybe something came back weird. I don't know. But somehow they knew that something was going on. Yeah. Besides the fact that they were. They're asking every single person they met about this Elizabeth person. <laughs> about the girl that's missing. Yeah, that's yes. kind of a red flag. But um, but yeah, then, you know, so they're busted pretty much. And the warden's like, you know what? Take them somewhere where no one's going to find them. Yeah. So that was pretty much like instructions, you know, to, to kill them. Um, so, he, he, you know, he puts them again. Three angels in the back of the police car this time. Angels in chains. They were all yes. chained together. Um, Hence the name of the episode, right there. It That's is probably it comes came together up right there. <laughs> yeah, and then um, you know what are you going to do? So they're pretty lighthearted, even when they're on you know on their way to you know. They're yeah, they're still being smart asses. You know, they are. They're like mocking the police officers, right? And then even that uh, that guard says to him, he's like, "I'm going to hate to plant you in the ground without giving you something to remember me by." <laughs> I'm like, ew. Oh, but, and that that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. One of them came up with a plan. I don't. I don't remember which one it was. I think it was Jill. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So Jill. Because I right. think she was. Because she was all the way in the left, right? She picked him up and was like, "Hey, you know." Yeah, maybe oh. it was. Hey, so she, we have these chains on us that are super loose and have a lot of slack, and we can easily put them right over the top, the front seat of this car <laughs> right. that has no barrier between us and them. Right. Right. And they're not looking. So let's uh, let's yeah. choke them out. Yeah, it's like so, Jabba the Hut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they they whip the chains over over their their necks and they like, you know, basically deprive them of oxygen until they <laughs> drive off the road. Well, yeah, but they're, they're like swerving back and forth. Which, mind you, I mean, I know the car won't go straight, but if no one's touching the wheel it's not going to just start swerving around like that but they keep telling her grab the wheel kelly grab the wheel i think it was they wanted jill to grab the wheel she's like i can't you know yeah right right so maybe it wasn't jill but anyway um that's when they pretty much dukes a hazard it off the side of the road and go flying into like some marshy land or area or something like that yeah and then again they're like jill get her guns get their guns and she's like i can't they're laying on them yeah so not a lot of effort put into that, but I think they should have taken the guns. Yeah. But instead, uh, they just all get out of the car and start running, and right. they don't know where to go. No, <laughs> like, they kind of run, chain together, running in three different drivers. <laughs> exactly. It's like a Stooges episode. <laughs> and then the, um, you know, they get, I guess, far enough away, right? And then the, the cops come to, and they start shooting at them. Well, which, no, they just start, yeah, yeah, because yeah, they, yeah, exactly, yeah, they're, I'm not sure how they missed them, but they did. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure either. They weren't really that far, but yeah, um, yeah, they didn't. They didn't. I mean, the, I guess the weeds were high. It was yeah, it was and tough. Like you know, they were probably still trying to get their bearings back after being asphyxiated. So that's that's true. <laughs> um, but the girls find a pickup truck, uh, but when they get to it, it's a, it's a, just a wreck. It doesn't. It's yeah, not well, a, before well. yeah, yeah. So before even that, they're they're running through and they. You know, and I th- I think this is the picture I put on the the post today that this is coming up. But they like get to this thing; they're like climbing up the side by this bridge area or whatever. And in the meantime, the the police had brought in some bloodhounds, and they had like their dress. I think one of the dresses that they wore to that party to sniff, and then they were going after them. So yeah, yeah. But yeah, then they came upon a building with a pickup truck there, right? Which so that pickup didn't work, or did they even try that pickup? Because it was confusing. Well, they got to the pickup and, and and I think it's Sabrina. She seems to be the smart one. She's like, "It's a rack." Oh, you know, like, okay, okay. It's not okay, going to okay. start. Let's not yeah. try. But then they find the the uh, cable cutters. Right. 
So they cut the, the yeah. The there's some bolt off. cutters lying around there, you know. Just on a table. I mean, the truck doesn't work, but there's a bunch of tools right here on the table. Um, so they they cut the chains off, and then to me, it felt like they were wasting time. But they get a bucket and fill it up with gas and pour it on the ground to kind of throw the dogs off yeah, and make Jill run back yeah. and forth through it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jill. Jill, just you, run back and forth across this. And then Jill goes back like 60 yards. I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you going yeah. that far away? Like, Jill, Jill, no, just just through the gas. Come back. And, and, uh, Where are you going? Then she comes back. But I'm like, what do they need the bucket for? They could have just sprayed it right out of the nozzle. They didn't. It's not like they that's, carry it like, you know, 100 true. yards away. That's true. I guess they needed time um, for the dogs to catch up. Yeah. So and did it work? I don't, I don't know. Um, well, it so yeah, it, it kind of did, right? So it kind of worked because you can notice the dog stop. But in the meantime, they were only just on the other side of that building and that other truck that they found trying to get it started. Remember, they're like, oh, no keys. And meanwhile, yeah. they, they have already caught, caught up to them, basically. And that's they're like, just hide. <laughs> I don't know. That's good. But then they find they're the like, keys duck. there. And yeah, then they take gonna... off at like four miles an hour. So they get a good view of them leaving. Yeah, so they find the keys on the floor. Yeah. And, they, and then um, that happens to be a potato truck. So there's a little irony right. to the show there. Yes. Um, but yeah, they take off and um, the cops the cops are on them, though. They suddenly get a car because uh, they're on foot with the dogs. But suddenly right. a car pulls up and the, the cop car pulls up. on. This is not the first time this has happened in this podcast. The car pulls up on a dirt road. <laughs> and the tires are squealing. Yeah, like, little added sound effect there. Um, but then they so they take off after them, and there's you know there's the chase, Dukes of Hazard style chase going on. And again, Jill with the ideas. She's she, is it always Jill with the ideas? I don't know. We'll have to watch and see. But yeah, this is only our like, second episode. So I'm not sure. She's like they're catching up to us. We, you know, we got to come up with a plan. And one of them like. Like what? And she's like, come with me. I'll show you. Like, so, all right, granted, the car is 20 feet behind them, and they're shooting at them at this potato truck. And they climb out onto the bed and start throwing potatoes onto the ground, which normally under, I think, almost any circumstance would be fine. Probably like normal <laughs> driving conditions. You just run them over. And they smash. You know, nothing would happen. You would not. But in this case, the car, the the reaction of the police, they swerved off the road, and the car again burst into flames again. <laughs> not, not the first time that's happened, and it, it's not. They didn't go over a cliff or anything. It was like they went off the road and exploded. These, you know, the, the cars built in the early seventies. You know, they 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 couldn't handle that. They burst into flames a lot. You know, we didn't. Again, the girl, the girls, the angels had a Pinto that was known to burst into flames. <laughs> That's true. I'll give you that. <laughs> so they just ran with it. So that yeah. was, you know, that was in the news back then. So like every car just burst into flames as soon as it like hit a rock. Yeah, I guess they're you know gas guzzlers. They had big tanks, lots yeah. of. Uh, Lots of fuel. Yeah, but it, um, <laughs> you're right, though. The way they react to these potatoes on the ground is just amazing. <laughs> it was like... <laughs> you would think there were, like, grenades being launched at them. Yeah, and I, at first when they, they were... So I had actually, before they did this, when they took off on this truck, I even thought to myself, they should be dumping these potatoes out. And sure enough, then they did it. But, but why well, didn't they, well, like, like, launch like, them at them? Like, right. Like throw, the throw them at the windshield. At the window. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Not drop them in front of the car where you could easily just, it's a potato. It's like yes. it's not, nothing's going to happen. And they're not even bananas. You're not going to slide out. Exactly. Which, or, by yeah. the way, speaking of bananas and sliding out, I did watch a video the other day where some guys <laughs> did, try, did try to see what would happen if you drove over a, a, like a thing of bananas really fast like in Mario, and it did make the car wipe out. But anyway. <laughs> 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 Thank you. <laughs> it was a fun video. I had to watch yeah. it. Um, so yeah, that would be that, a lot. A lot of bananas, but right? And that's basically that. end of those guys. I'm like, okay, I guess they're dead because the car they, like explodes twice. Yeah, they they paid the price. Yeah, you're right. It did a double explosion. It did the first initial explosion. Yeah, 
and then it did a second explosion to be sure that everyone was dead. <laughs> exactly. Just to be sure the job is done, we're going to make it explode one more right. time. There was probably some dynamite in the trunk or something. Maybe. Maybe that's why. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, then... Um, then we cut back that, to Charles or uh, Charlie's uh, detective agency. Right. We're back at HQ, and they're kind of debriefing, right? Uh-huh. Um, the girls are a little sore from their prison time. Body aches, getting punched in the ribs and stuff. Right. Uh, I think what uh, Jill said, she's soaked in a tub for 24 hours and she's still sore. Right, right. And then um, the the um, the customer was not there, which I was surprised. No, I thought the right. sister would be there. But they're like, yeah, she didn't take the news too well. Um, you know, Understandably, Charlie, yeah. Yeah, Charlie being the good guy that he is, he's like, all right, well, let, you know, let her know. No bill on this one. Yeah, got, yeah. This one covered. And then they found out the governor was happy that they found this out. And, you know, he's got another prison for them to check out if they want. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no end to the amount of prisons that, you know, three women can go into. and Yeah. Do not, some not in the 70s, by- at least. Right. And then um, then our guest star, Kim Basinger, Basinger show, <laughs> is at the door with Bosley, right? Uh-huh. And um, they're like, hey, look who our new receptionist is. So they gave her a gig there. I don't well, know she if she was, was interviewing ever- for it. She was. Oh, OK. Yeah. I, yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if she was ever on the show again. Uh, maybe the interview no, didn't go. Well. I don't think so. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, and then um, anything else? That's all yeah, I have. so yeah. she is there saying she's interviewing for this job. And Jill chimes in. Oh, no, first she says, I hope I measure up. And Jill says, oh, don't worry, you will. Right, Charlie? I'm like, you guys were just in a prison talking about guys that were raping the women there. And now you're going to make some sexual innuendo? <laughs> Not right. really appropriate, but whatever. Yeah. And he's like, you took the words right out of my mouth. I'm like, gross. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, that's what like these women were basically sold into prostitution in jail. And now they're going to make jokes like this. It just, right. I don't know. It didn't really, they would never fly. Times now. they are changing. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And I agree. Cause I mean, that's just weird. But, yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, uh, I mean, it, it it fits in with the premise of the show that Charlie's a horn dog that we talked about before in the first time. <laughs> yeah. But really, with this episode, maybe they should have toned it down just a tad. Right, right. But I guess you know, episode four, they got to keep up the the character. You know, they're still yeah. building it there. So right, rain or shine, Charlie is a ladies' man. So <laughs> yeah. But I was was surprised when they did cut to him for a second. He was in a pool. There was no women around though. No, right. And that's probably the most I've ever seen of Charlie. His the, shoulder? <laughs> the, yeah, the actor that plays Charlie. Yeah. It was a good, probably one sixteenth of his body shown. <laughs> we so, know what his hair kind of looks like, at least in one corner, and his right. ear. <laughs> if we could just piece it together. I wonder, yeah. you know, like people kind of get involved in things, projects or what have you. I wonder if anyone has ever taken the clips, all the clips of Charlie from the show. And tried to piece together as much of him as they could, you know, to one. He'd probably image. turn out to look like a Picasso drawing or something. <laughs> he did something like that. You're probably, you're probably right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it would be interesting to try. Yeah. With with today's technology. Right. Right. And 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 just one more note um, on the actors in the in the show. Uh, the good deputy Dan. Uh, yeah. Brian Coulter. I didn't look up him at all. Yeah. Yeah. He, so, so he, I guess is an actor producer still working today. Um, and it, it said he's known for Mork and Mindy and oh, an emergency. Oh, wow. Uh, and I'm, I'm not sure if he's a producer there or an actor. I'm not sure, but, um, definitely not an actor. I would have remembered him, but maybe, yeah. maybe we'll, maybe we'll see him, you know, his name, in a, a future episode as and well. Deputy Dan, if you're listening, Good job. Good job, yeah. Good job trying to help out the angels. Sorry they got you killed. <laughs> <laughs> it was a noble effort. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's, right. that's the end of this. I don't have much else to say. I don't know. I mean, it was it was a typical 70s TV show episode, I think, with some kind of gross stuff. But <laughs> yeah. but it was entertaining. I mean, it was an entertaining show. 
I, I enjoyed it and it wasn't too long. Like, you know, we're used to, we've watched a few pilots that yeah. they can, they can stretch on a bit, you know, hour and a half, something like that. This is good 40 some minutes and you know, it, it wasn't too long. It was a good, it was a good watch. I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> good short watch. <laughs> good short watch. Right. Right. But yeah, not a that, lot of dialogue, a lot of them just running around in the field that chained together for a while trying yeah. to, some good prison like run scenes, running through the water in chains, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, but, tripping and falling down. Yeah, and I think, you know, the next time we do a, a Charlie's Angels episode, I think we have it picked out already because we were debating between this and another episode. So um, I can't remember what the other episode was about. But well, I don't want to give that's it away be, now. No, don't give it away now. But that will be the next one that we do. Um, next Charlie's Angels <laughs> You'll episode. You'll have to listen to find out. And we haven't we haven't discussed another. Um, I know. I was thinking about that today. I'm like, do we talk show about what we're going to do after that? Yeah, we, we need to. Yeah, we need to. Maybe we should come up with a list. We have like, you know, so we know a little bit ahead of time. Um, I know it's well, more fun this way. I guess a surprise. Yeah, for everybody, including us. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's it, though. I mean, that's um, you know, good show, Angels and Chains. I recommend it. Watch it. I uh, I watched it on Amazon Prime. This time. Um, oh, you did? Do it on Amazon it, Prime? What's that? This is on Amazon Prime? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. Oh, no, wait. Well, it's on Amazon Prime, but I, it was like two bucks. Oh, you had to like, rent it. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. Okay. So I downloaded it and watched it, uh, you know, while I was traveling. But um, where, where else was it? Is it on like Netflix or? No, 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 no. I, I, I found it online, but not. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, we'll move on. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that's it. I think uh, until next week, yeah. uh, you know, check us out on icewatches.com. Ice2, number two, watch this on Twitter. I uh, Instagram, I used to watch this. And one of my Facebook, I used to watch this. And anything else? That's it. I think that's all. Again, uh, reviews and ratings are always great. We always appreciate them. They help us out. And yeah, that's it. Um, I don't have anything else to say. All right. Thanks, everyone. I'm Mike Sullivan. I'm Mike Forgetto. We'll talk to you next time.